Welcome to the Beyond the Bucket Show, a podcast centered around optimizing all lives' buckets. We all have buckets we are balancing, coaching, entrepreneurial ventures, family, passion projects, and health. Let's all take this journey together and become bucket fillers. And here's your host, Chris McSwain. Welcome back or welcome to the Beyond the Buckets show. Happy to have you. If this is your first time listening, thank you. If this is your 40th time listening, thank you. I appreciate all the support and uh, just gives me more energy to come back on two times a week. So Monday and Thursday, almost uh, every week, I'll be dropping these podcasts. Hope you've been enjoying them. We've got some really cool guests coming on over the next few weeks, and we are getting global. We've got a guest coming on next Monday that is from Australia, and we have a guest coming on in a few weeks from Canada, Alberta, Canada, Uh, a couple of coaches out in those countries, so excited. Today, we're talking about attitude of gratitude. There's so much stuff that we should be grateful for, no matter what our circumstance is, and I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. It's been uh, it's been something that's been on my mind the last couple of days and weeks, and uh, now I'm here to share with you guys. So enjoy, have some fun. Before we start, if you have 60 seconds after this podcast is over, please make sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share this podcast with your friends. It helps me bring on more guests to help us all become better bucket fillers. Also, follow me at Chris underscore underscore McSwain on Instagram and Twitter. I'd love to hear from you. Now let's get to the show. Welcome back to the Beyond the Buckets. I'm your host, Chris McSwain. Today we're talking about having an attitude for gratitude. Just recently with everything that's kind of been going on, my mentality hasn't been how it normally is. And, and 98% of the time, I'm really, really positive. I always think about the positive outcomes that, uh, that are in our lives. And it's been a difficult time for a lot of people. And, and some of that has kind of been weighing on me. Uh, just with 2020, the, how the year has kind of gone for a lot of people and not just myself, just in general. So uh, I, I wanted to start doing something to, to hopefully help others because I'm sure other people feel that same way. But have an attitude of gratitude is what this podcast is about today. And uh, I hope it brings some value. I think we first need to start with defining gratitude and what does that actually mean? And you know, the Webster's Dictionary version says the quality of being thankful, readiness to show appreciation for and to return kindness. And that resonates with me a lot because not every day am I 100% grateful for the things that not only I have, just the things that I'm able to do. If you continue on with that definition, It essentially means when you have an attitude of gratitude, it means making it a habit to express thankfulness and appreciation in all parts of your life on a regular basis for big and small things. That means everything, guys. Every single thing we should be gracious for. And I'll start off with some of the negatives that have happened 
obviously in the world, there's just been so much negativity over the last six six months with coronavirus, with, uh, you know, the politics and, you know, so much division among, you know, all parties, the racial unrest, just so much stuff that's going on. For me personally, I haven't I haven't been able to coach a basketball game since March. I usually coach 100 games throughout the year, and it looks like in 2020, I'm not going to coach, you know, anymore. Uh, that's been really difficult for me now that I sit back and think about it. At first, I was like, cool, I finally get a break, and, and now it's just, it's been weighing on me a lot, and I, I really can't wait to get back into the gym and, and be with my team and coach and be around my assistant coaches, which I love, and and just seeing them in those environments. And hopefully we're getting closer to that. It, it looks like everybody is on the right path. Um, it's just been difficult for a lot of people. But even so, I'm going to try to turn the page and look at all the positives that have happened because of that. I got to spend so much more time with my wife and kids. I got to do some other things that I normally wouldn't do. This podcast came because of COVID. I had to find something else to do. I'm always seeking for improvement personally and professionally. What other way that I can do to not only help myself, but also help everybody else out there bringing on great people to this podcast. I've learned so much and there I'm getting the best of everybody when they come onto the podcast. I have to research a little bit about them, have a pre-call with them, and then we actually jump on and then I learn even more. I'm so grateful for that opportunity. And if the negative of a stoppage in life with the coronavirus didn't happen, I wouldn't be on that path. And I probably wouldn't have made some of the relationships that I've made. I probably wouldn't have been able to help some of the people that I've helped because of this podcast and the people that are sharing their stories, it's, uh, it's made me really grateful for that time that we didn't have. My wife is a nurse at Stanford. I've mentioned that on a couple of occasions on this podcast. And what she sees on a day-to-day basis is, is just mind-blowing in so many aspects. She told me this morning, There's a kid that has had 20 heart surgeries and getting ready for his 21st surgery today. I can't imagine what that would be like for him. I can't imagine what that is for for, like for the parents. She told me the parents couldn't have been better. They were so gracious. They had the best attitude. They worked extremely well with the doctors And I wasn't feeling well this morning at all. I really didn't even want to do this podcast. Uh, And I know it drops every Thursday and I I had to stay consistent, but I wasn't feeling it. So this morning I did a meditation practice. And ironically, what happened was the practice was based on being grateful, content, and thanking, thanking for the, thanking God for the blessings that you do have. And it was it was a 13-minute practice. And I've never been so dialed in and excited and thankful for what I have. And over and over, 
the 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 topic was I am grateful, I am content, and thank you. I just started I'm naming the things that I'm grateful for. Started naming the things that I'm content in and thanking my heavenly father for all of those. It's amazing. Um the other day I came across this video on LinkedIn. It was a video on Nick Vujicic. He is an Australian uh, motivational speaker. And the gentleman has no arms and no legs. And his mantra is no problem. I was crying when I watched the video or after I watched the video. His gratitude was amazing. He was so thankful for the things that he did have. And his story was so compelling. It was it was truly transformational. Because here's a man with no arms and no legs and has a better attitude than I can have even on my best day. And it just put a lot of things in perspective. Nick Vujicic, make sure you search it online or you can type in no arms, no legs. I'll leave the, the, the YouTube link in the comments as well, but he's got a bunch of content online and I just started following kind of what was going on and it was, it was truly amazing. Um, and if somebody like that can be grateful, I for sure can be grateful as well. It got me thinking in regards to Nick and his, and his journey, he started to, to, to water his own grass. It goes to show you that the grass is only green where you water it. This summer, I kind of got off uh, watering the lawn consistently, and it started to have some brown patches and not look very good, and it just wasn't very appealing. You know, people could see it if they drive past our home, and then in the backyard, it wasn't very good either. So I just started consistently watering it every single night. And ironically, it got greener. And that's what you guys or all of us need to understand is if we start watering our own lawn, it's going to, to cultivate into this green pasture. And it's so important to worry about what we can actually control. We're pouring in to whatever it is if you want if if you want that job you're pouring into it if you want that relationship you're pouring into it and if you don't have the water or you're not watering your lawn it's never going to get green we had Shay Coleman on uh, a few weeks ago he had a great podcast talking about mindset it was unreal i loved it he talks about the term flipping the coin and there just comes a point where you have to flip the coin. One of our biggest revenue streams for top flight elite is basketball camps throughout the summer. We have eight to 10 basketball camps. Well, that entire revenue stream went with coronavirus. It went away. We had to flip the coin. Immediately, I told uh, I told my two partners, Stephen and Alex, 
hey, let's start looking into potential training facilities during COVID. And ironically, one came up and we had to pivot. We had to flip the coin. We had to change our mindset. Well, we're not going to be able to run camps with a bunch of kids this summer. Well, let's see what we can do in a smaller environment. How can we still give back and pivot and make the changes? We flipped the coin. You got to flip the coin in your life. You know, just like Nick, he had no arms and no legs, but he flipped the coin. And now he's one of the most influential people to speak on a stage and he can't even stand or walk or even point. And I just love that term, flipping the coin. So whatever you have to do today, flip the coin, flip it to a positive. You don't get the, you don't, you don't get the heads. You got a tails. You better flip it. You better flip that coin. Another great person that we had on the podcast was coach Kendra Aaron, life coach and a basketball coach and a mental performance coach. She talks about you choose your attitude. I love that. And I'm stealing that with our players. You walk into a room. What type of attitude do you choose to have today? I know I'm going to be positive. I want to be grateful because I'm here. I'm right here in the moment. Uh, And when, when our players come in and, and they don't have a great attitude for that day, it's their choice. They got to make the one, they have to make the decision to have a good attitude on that day. I think when you're grateful, there's a ripple effect to, to, to that energy that you put out there. That ripple effect goes a long way because we all know the negative people that are in our life, they bring you down. You, if you're positive like me, you really don't try to have too many negative people around. Like if you're not motivated, if you don't want to do things, if, if you're just lazy, I don't want to F with you. I really don't. And that's where the ripple effect comes in. I try to be positive as much as I can. I try to give as much as I can to others because it ultimately ends up coming back to me. Just like a wave that comes in, it comes right back out. It's the ripple effect. That ripple effect is powerful, man. And if you got that juice, if you got that energy and you pour that out, it's going to come right back to you. That ripple effect is amazing. I love it. Um, smiling, just smile sometimes. Like sometimes you got to laugh about your situations too. I look at, I look at, uh, my wife and our son is two and a half years old right now. And he is a animal. He's all over the place. He's bouncing off the walls right now. The air quality is super bad out here in California. And sometimes we just got to look at each other and smile. Like he just, he dropped the whole a whole uh, cup of juice this morning on our carpet. And we just kind of looked at each other and just smiled and shook our head. Like normally I would get mad, but today when I heard about that mom that had the best attitude and her kid was going in for her 21st surgery, how can I be upset about that? Are you kidding me? It's a blessing that I get to clean that up. I'm thankful that I have to clean that up and I've got a healthy son that, that is so active. Right. He could just be one to do nothing all day, but I'm going to have smiles all around. That's what I'm going to choose today. Can you have a smile on your face when something bad occurs? And guess what? I say some positive stuff on this on this podcast, but I don't have great days every day. Sometimes I got a bad day. 
But what you'll see is if you start to be grateful for the things that you have, you've got the attitude of gratitude every single day, your bad days are going to be few and far between. I'm a living testament to it. Be grateful because the bad days will be less and less. It doesn't mean that you won't have a bad day. Last week or Labor Day weekend, we went out to, uh, it was just a, a son and a father trip. We went out to Oregon to visit my in-laws without my wife. Uh, and they have a winery. They have a winery called Gristoni Vineyards. They've got terrific wine out there. And we had such a great trip. It was it was a great connection with my son, CJ, and I. And, and being there with uh, with our, our family friends, the, the, the Johnson family. And we just had a great time. The night before we left, a great dinner. Talked a lot about business for uh, Tyler Johnson, who is is in the NBA right now, but getting ready to to transition at some point, whatever his career is over. So he's looking to to go into the wine industry and potentially start making wine up in Oregon. But we had a great, great outing. And then the next morning, I forgot my, on the way to the airport, I forgot my ID. So we were not going to get on the plane. And I started, I just, we were like 30 minutes from the airport or 30 minutes towards the airport. And I said, God, please help me find it. Ironically, I had left it there the day before in, a, in, in, a, in another bag. So I had my ID and I had my wallet and we were able to make the flight. Well, on the way home, my mother-in-law there was, there was a major fire in the Southern Oregon area. And the Johnsons had to evacuate. We barely made it on the plane. There was so much smoke. I just said, man, what's going on? I thought it was from the California fires, but it, it was a brand new fire up in Oregon. Uh, they almost had to evacuate the winery. They did not. But now a lot of their grapes for this this. Uh, October that in which they were going to start the harvest are not going to be able to be produced because of the smoke. Well, they had to pivot. They had to flip the coin. They were able to get 20 tons of grapes, which is a lot of grapes. They were hoping for 50 or 100, but they were still able to get that. And they were they were so gracious. The Johnsons had to drive all the way to Washington. They were grateful to get away. Uh, Lawrence home is still intact and a lot of the other homes are not it's just it's just crazy the things that could happen or that do happen but we still have so much gratitude towards what we do have um so without going too long-winded into this i'm going to give you three ways to create an attitude of gratitude the first one would be create a habit of being thankful. So every morning in your head or write it down. And every time you go to sleep, you can write it down, put it in your notes in your phone or on a notepad or a journal. Every morning and night, list three things that you are grateful for. As soon as you wake up, three things, boom. As soon as you, right before you go to bed, three things that you're grateful for. And let them change every single day. It shouldn't be the same things. 
so many of the people that I've brought on this this uh, podcast talk about journaling and how how much that helps. Like that's a real thing. Write it down. Start putting in your head how much stuff that you are actually grateful for. And I've got a really good quote from Ralph Waldo Emerson, which says, cultivate a habit of being grateful for every good that comes to you and give thanks continuously. And not because all things you have are advanced, you should include all things in your gratitude. Ralph Waldo Emerson. So number one, Create a habit of being thankful, three things in the morning, three things in the evening that you are grateful for. The second would be what I learned in my meditation practice today, which was the power of being content today. And this quote comes from Seneca, and it says, true happiness is to enjoy the present without anxious dependence upon the future. Not to amuse ourselves with either hopes, but rest satisfied with what we actually have, which is sufficient for he that is so wants nothing. The greatest blessing of mankind are within us and within our reach. A man is content with his lot, whatever it may be, without wishing for what he has not. A lot of good, powerful things in that. But number one would be being present and enjoy where you are. So many times we're preoccupied or being on our phone when we're in the presence of others. You got to be where your feet are. Put your phone down. Interact and be happy for that place that you're in right now. What you have right now is sufficient. It may not be what the other person has, but it's what you have. And that is something to be grateful for. And not worrying about what's going to happen tomorrow. Now, I am all about growth. I want to continue to grow. I want to strive for success. I want to be super successful in everything that I do. But that doesn't mean I can't be content where I'm at right now. People misconstrue that a lot, in my opinion. They think, well, I want to be this or I want to be that. Or if it's, uh, if it's our players, I want to go Division One. Well, that's not going to happen right now. But you got to be content where you are and continue to strive to get to where you want to get to. But being content is the most important part. So number two would find content, contentness in where you're at today. And then the last one, I talked about Nick Vujicic. What would Nick do? And this is a quote from Helen Keller because it's very similar to to Nick's situation. And the quote reads, it has been said that life has treated me harshly. Sometimes I've complained in my heart because many pleasures of human beings have been withheld from me. If much has been denied for me, Much, very much has been given to me. Helen Keller. What a beautiful way to put those words together. If much has been denied, much has been given. Think about the good 
not the shortcomings or the bad. Flip the coin. Water your own lawn to make it greener. Smiles all around. The ripple effect. You're going to have bad days. But most of our days aren't as bad as Nick or Helen Keller. So the last one would be what would Nick do? So in a quick summary, create a habit of being thankful. Write three things every day and night that you are alive. Be content in yourself today and where you're at. Not really looking towards the future or what's going to happen, but always striving to be better. But you have to be content with what's going on today. And the last one would be, what would Nick do? Think about the positivity that this man shows every single day, day in and day out. What would Nick do? So that's the podcast, guys. I hope you enjoy it. Attitude of gratitude. I'm trying to live it every single day. Believe me, your boy is not perfect at all. There's a lot of days where I, I got got some negative thoughts, but today I'm making a pledge to live that attitude of gratitude and heed my own advice for once. So thank you for listening. Have a great one. Thank you for listening to the Beyond the Buckets podcast. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and share the show with your friends. And until next time, take care.